0: You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org podcasts. This is Amanda Roscoe Mayo for Chirp Radio, and I am here in the studio with Baby Money, aka Pamela Maurer. I want to read something for our listeners before we get started, which is which is on your website, and I just love it so much. So I feel like. I need to read it because it encapsulates you. Oh, no. <laughs> Baby Money, a.k.a. Pamela Moth was born in the Rust Belt before it rusted over, behind the mirror and in the belly of a great beast, a Wild West futuristic Wednesday Adams and Firestarter. She speaks languages, plays instruments, carries cash, and is very excited for this moment. And also this one. Baby Money loves your face. I like that. I like that, too. Did you write that? I did write that. Awesome. So you are baby money. Uh, baby. so why do you use a band name or moniker and not your own? Well,
1: it's a funny story that <laughs> actually my so my last band that I was in was like a rockabilly duo and we were called Poor Elvis and we could not come up with a name it took like two names to get to two names in three years or something to get there. Mm-hmm. So I finally was so frustrated that I started I put out a suggestion box at some of our shows and baby money came through. And I felt like, oh man, lightning bolts! This is it, this is the name. And I pseudo convinced my bandmate. And then, like the day that we were going to announce the name, he was like, "No way, can't do it. I just can't do it. It's too weird. It's too. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like a band. It sounds like a person." And I was just devastated. And uh, a good, really good friend of mine that is an artist and a person that I trust a lot with my creative heart i went to him and was just like what do i do i was so crushed and he's like oh well that that's your like when you go solo what you're going to do that'll be your persona um so that's how it started and then it's interesting because i was when i started the project i didn't i was afraid of asking of imposing on anybody to be my band for some reason i felt like that was an imposition it was so strange for me to be on my own, and I especially didn't want anybody to be part of, like, Pamela Maurer's band of good time, old, funky, whatever, and so I took that moniker and then kind of allowed it to become this character, this, like, suit of armor that I could put on, and then each band that came along would have their own little pseudo name, so my current band is The Down Payments, so it's Baby Money and The Down Payments, but it was The Bad Investments, it was The Loan Sharks, it was The Wooden Nickels, and, like, the spirit of the music and the spirit of Baby Money, I think, is you know, post financial apocalyptic Wednesday Adams. Like she's she is a fire starter. She's someone who's braver than Pamela Maurer. So it's easy it's an easy suit of armor to put on, I guess.
0: I mean I don't know, you pro- you seem pretty brave. You <laughs> like you perform in front of people and you ride a motorcycle so these are
1: true facts. You got that know. on lock. <laughs> Maybe I don't know if brave or unladylike is the better description for myself.
0: You know, if you Google baby money <laughs> Um, A lot of really interesting things. I mean, it's mostly you that come up, but, you know, you'll get a lot of pictures of babies and money. And then there's also the Urban Dictionary definition, which um, I don't normally, like, read this much during an interview, but I just feel like it's so relevant. (laughs) I'm like writing a paper with you. So the Urban Dictionary definition of baby money is a term used to describe a small amount of money. It may also be used to describe something that is less than acceptable. Like, for example, how much was dinner? eight bucks man that's baby money
1: oh i like that i think i'm a little <laughs> less than acceptable i'm not buttoned up in an acceptable manner maybe i'm see this is the problem with baby money is that like all of my songs and all the way i write is i'm always like looking for the second meaning in almost everything so like the word acceptable that you just used like acceptable could like barely acceptable it's not a good thing but it could also be a really good thing depending on your lens
0: yes it's true you're <laughs> yeah depending on your context for sure Let's talk about your latest project. You just released Shy City Volume 1, Pyramid, and I understand that there are two more volumes to follow there soon. There are two
1: volumes to follow. Hopefully soon. We've had a little bit of recording woes. It's not really woes, it's just timing has been, you know, the old herding cats analogy. <laughs> it's a three-part uh, miniseries. Of <laughs> so
0: is it like, are they like mini-albums? Are they like of. EPs? What's They're, the
1: The way that I'm thinking of it is more of like a mini-album like a standalone part that is part of a trilogy. So each piece of four songs will have its own life. And then, uh, so the first one we released in January, the second one will be released hopefully soon. And then the third one, the third piece, will be up pressed to vinyl with the other two pieces included. So the, the first two being just digital, the third piece having a digital life as a four-song volume, and also on this kind of collection
0: that's cool. So, do they each sort of tackle different narratives?
1: A little bit, yeah. And again, with that like double meaning, like the vo- volume of a pyramid is that ho- the whole first album is imagine, if you will, a universe of characters, and the baby money is the main one. And so, the first piece is a baby money like reflection kind of portrait. The second piece is called Pillar, and the third piece is called Prism. Idea is that the pillar portion will be tackling the past and the prison will be tackling the future but since baby money lives already a little bit in the future the whole thing will hopefully feel still like apocalyptic-y and like rusted out that's the hope
0: i'm getting this like imagery of like because of pyramids and pillars and columns of like Roman Empire versus, like, Egyptian pyramid <laughs> because I was I like, there are no pillars in a pyramid.
1: Yeah, and, the like, the prism part of it is definitely dealing with, like, witchy, crystal-y strangeness, I think, for sure. I was really
0: excited to find you, because I feel like the sound doesn't exist very often in Chicago. And I love it. And Milk and Honey is definitely one of my favorite songs, which is twenty fifteen. It's an older song, yeah. yeah. And I just kind of kept thinking, like, what if Elvis was you? Yay. (laughs) Like, what (laughs) if he was a woman and it was baby money.
1: I think what happened was I grew up singing in choirs and in church and things like that. My dad played bluegrass all the time, and then occasionally played blues music with a friend of his. And so I grew up like singing harmonies and like learning how to soften your tone to be blended with other voices. And by the time I got to Chicago, I moved here in 2003 for school. I was pretty convinced that I like couldn't sing at all, and that I knew I had like good pitch, but I was pretty convinced that like my voice was not great. And I had a teacher who like shook it out of me a little bit when I was in school, but it wasn't until I think when I turned 25, I took myself to Europe for the first time and I didn't have very much money and I needed to like make some money while I was there. I started busking and I think like yelling at people music on the street. That's where I learned how to sing was like, in December in Amsterdam, like really kind of worried that I wasn't gonna make it home kind of a thing.
0: if you can play any music festival in the world what would it be and what time slot would you want oh
1: man i would play Hockmany, which is the like scottish new year celebration (laughs) and i would play like at 11 p.m and then i would be the person to kick off the old lang syne like the song that everyone sings at midnight and then i would that would be a dream. Dreams would come true that night.
0: <laughs> that is the most amazing answer I ever could have received. <laughs> I was not expecting that.
1: I went to that one time and I thought to myself, like, I will come back and play this stage. Like, this will be me. All
0: right. Well, this has been Amanda Mayo with Chirp Radio in the studio with Pamela of Baby Money. Thank you so much for joining me, Pamela. Thank
1: you very much.
0: You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org podcasts.